T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope you had a great weekend. It was... uh, a great weekend for me. I will talk a little bit about something very interesting that took place, a conversation that I had, in fact, just yesterday. One of the things that I like to do is just communicate to you, because I'm in a learning process. I don't know about you. And I continue to learn things as I engage people. And I think there is a tremendous opportunity out there I, I I just don't think we have any idea how tremendous this opportunity is to build consensus around really sensible ideas in terms of rebuilding our lives our communities our families and I think there's more unity on this than we realize I'll just say that as a preview to the comments I will make coming up probably in the next hour I want to get into issues of justice. I've been thinking a lot about this in the context of the discussions about criminal justice reform. And I haven't really put together kind of a comprehensive view on where I stand on many of these issues. But one thing I can tell you that I'm, I can say with, without hesitation I really think there needs to be a massive, massive restructuring of our sentencing system. What is our real intent when we deal with people who've broken the law? Is it reform? Is it restitution? I think we need to have a conversation about these things. Because let me just make this very firm declaration. I just think it's a waste of our time, our energy, our money, and of lives just to throw people in jail, for instance, for property crimes. It doesn't make any sense at all. The punishment really needs to be commensurate with the crime. And honestly, what I'd like to see, for instance, if you steal... Really, the most important thing you need to do is to restore whatever it is you stole. Now, we might tack a sentence in jail along with that once whatever it is is returned or if property is damaged, pay for that. See, I think the whole goal ought to be to restore 
to make the person restore what has happened, what has the damage that has been done to the extent that you can do that. Let me give you an example of a piece of legislation that I'm really excited about because I think this gets to the heart of legislation that really has a redemptive purpose, not just punishing somebody. In Tennessee, the state Senate has unanimously voted to pass a bill. It's going to be known as Bentley's Law. You heard about this? This would require drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a minor's parent in a drunk driving accident. This makes so much sense, doesn't it? I want you to think, for instance, what would typically happen in a drunk driving case? Yeah, you're going to lose your license and, you know, potentially go to jail for some period of time. And honestly, if you kill somebody, you could also face criminal charges. I get that. But I love this. Make these folks, if they've taken a life of a parent, make them pay child support. You know, I, I'd rather have them out of jail and paying child support than sitting in a cell somewhere at our expense and just watching their lives waste away. Really good for nobody. Unanimous support for this bill. Any person convicted of vehicular homicide due to intoxication will have to pay child support to the child or the parent killed in the accident. It gives the convicted one year to begin payments if they're unable to do so due to incarceration. The payments would be required to continue until the child is 18 years old. The bill cites several reasons why the payments to the child would be necessary, including maintaining the child's standard of living, the financial resources, needs of the child, as well as the financial needs of the surviving parent or guardian of the child. Mark White, a Republican, said a parent's responsible for the education bringing up of that child, and when that parent removed from the home over something foolish, where someone drinks and drives, takes an innocent life, Someone needs to be responsible for the upbringing of those children. If this ultimately becomes law, it would be in honor of a grandmother whose son was killed in a drunk driving accident along with his fiance and four-month-old child. My goodness. This accident orphaned two kids, five-year-old Bentley, three-year-old Mason. Man, that's terrible. By the way, According to USA Today, 28 people are killed in a drunk driving accident every day in the United States alone. That's about 10,000 people dead in the U.S. annually. Now, at least in Tennessee, if this goes on to get approval, I assume, in the Senate and gets a signature from the governor, I would think if it got unanimous support in the House, this looks like it's going to sail through. This is what our legal system should be about. Doing as much as possible to make the victims of crime whole. Obviously, we can't bring these folks back, but we can do everything necessary to support the financial well-being of family members who really 
really need the support. It's pretty simple, don't you think? Still to come in the broadcast, I've got another positive story. And this story from across the pond, as you know, not only across the pond, but in across our own border to the north. There are things you absolutely cannot say. Thank God. Thank God for freedom of speech here in America. We should never take that for granted. There are things that you can say that can get you into a whole lot of trouble in other countries. I keep thinking of that song years ago from the movie Falcon and the Snowman. The song, This is Not America. It's like, hello? It's not America. When you're in a place where you can have hate speech charges thrown against you, for just sharing Bible verses. We're going to talk about a case that has been resolved in the United Kingdom. And amazingly, it's been resolved in the favor of someone who is exercising free speech in religion. Also, we are following the story about Elon Musk. It looks like he is going to get Twitter. It's looking very much like that's going to happen could happen as early as today. We'll have the latest developments on that story, plus much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. My goodness, boy, this text line's already starting to scroll away. There's some bizarre things on this. Hmm. 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 We'll have to respond to this one a little bit later on. Vince, did you see the drag queen worship service happening in May at the Lutheran Church downtown Greenville? I think I heard something about that story. I'm sure that'll be interesting. 
My goodness. How is it a low-life criminal supposed to suddenly become responsible and step up to the plate? Most people are going out to steal because they don't have anything. So once they've stolen something, how are you going to get them to pay it back? Who wants to hire somebody? It was a drunk driver and ran over some kid. We need severe punishments. We need the word to get out. That's more likely to end crime. (laughs) My lady made me swear off the station, but I told her, I just wanted to hear your opening. I completely get what you're saying, Vince, but I don't think it's the way to go. But I do believe individuals that have been incarcerated should be put to work to pay for their own room and board. Okay. Another person saying, Coakley, no biblical basis for the current incarceration scheme. I'm with you on this. Vince, warehousing a criminal does nothing to fulfill the biblical principle of restitution. This bill makes perfect sense. Chris out of Shelby, I agree with you this morning, Vince, because black people were sentenced to jail and prison more often than whites for the same crime. And anybody that doesn't believe that, their heads are in the sand. Vince, there's no law in my community. The police and deputies here just respond to traffic wrecks. They don't enforce the laws here. Hmm. What's going to stop the bad guys from leaving the area and going to another part of the country or world? Good question. More light-handedness and political correctness is not the answer. The population's growing fast. Unfortunately, it's a lot of lower-class people <laughs> that are breeding like mice. Wow. The criminal element's growing partially because we have a criminal element in the White House. No, the answer is definitely not to lighten up. The answer is to crack down. Scare the crap out of these fools. Let them know if they commit a crime. There's going to be a severe punishment. Zero tolerance. Did you hear me say anything about light? I didn't say anything about light. The point I made is, let's make sure that one of the big goals here is restitution. Not just warehousing people. That I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. On the flip side, this texture says, I do think a lot of things that are considered to be criminal activity should be taken off that list. Responsible adults should be able to do what they wish as long as they're not harming another individual. Here's a person who's got something really on the money. The whole system's actually designed to make money. That's, in fact, what it's doing. That's why we have all the police, prosecutors, defense attorneys, and judges. Oh, yes, and fines. Yeah, you can't forget the fines. (laughs) kind of crazy isn't it if you would like to join the conversation you are welcome to the Ingalls Markets talk line 800-928-1110 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 let me tell you a, a bit of good news from across the pond An elderly pastor who was arrested by police last year for preaching on a public street in London has been cleared of all hate speech charges against him. All hate speech charges against him. What was his crime, by the way? Well, teaching what the Bible says about marriage. John Sherwood, acquitted by the Uxbridge Magistrates Court. This story... basically involves this. Sherwood 
And Simpson, Peter, the other guy in this story is Peter Simpson, who is a person who operates a website. They were preaching outside of the Uxbridge Underground Station. Now, this is in the area that would be near the residence of Prime Minister Boris Johnson. After Sherwood's arrest, Simpson described what happened to the preacher in an article for the Conservative Woman website. Sherwood, who's in his early 70s, was preaching to people on the final verses found in Genesis 1, the Bible's Old Testament. God's design in creating mankind was to set human beings in families, headed by a father and a mother. Not by two fathers or by two mothers, he said. The distinction within mankind of just two genders, male and female, made in the image of God, constitutes the essence of God's created order. Now, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Simpson said a number of police officers appeared and began telling Sherwood they received three complaints about his preaching. An officer reportedly warned him not to make any homophobic statements. After speaking to the police, Sherwood resumed his preaching, speaking on freedom of speech. However, a couple of bystanders, the crowd apparently shouted his preaching was homophobic and hate speech. The officers returned to the scene. One of the bystanders captured Sherwood's arrest on video posted to social media. The video shows Sherwood standing on a step stool as two police officers are talking to him. Much of their conversation is garbled. However, one police officer who can be heard asked Sherwood to come down. The preacher answers him. The officer tells Sherwood he's under arrest and he needs to come down. They pull him off the stool. As one police officer is holding Sherwood's arm, the preacher tries to pull his arm up. This seems to anger the officer who appears to stop himself from kicking the elderly man. This draws a response from the person who's videotaping, yelling at police, you're on camera, you're on camera. Then two other officers stepped in to force Sherwood's hands behind his back, treating him roughly as they put him in handcuffs. Can I remind you what he did? He talked about <laughs> biblical marriage between a man and a woman. This dignified man of God, who is in his early 70s, marched off to a nearby police car as one of his helpers from my church cried out, What has happened to us as a nation? A man can no longer preach from the Bible. The elderly pastor spent the night in a detention center located near Heathrow, not released until noon the following day. Sherwood told Breitbart during his stay in jail he was questioned by officers about what he would do if he had a homosexual kid. It's surely the task of police to ask questions about the specific alleged offense, not more general questions about why someone holds a personal view on an aspect of biblical morality, he said. According to Simpson, Sherwood's trial was quite remarkable because there was so much scripture quoted during the proceedings. Pastor Sherwood was determined to impress upon the prosecution everything that he ever preaches is grounded in the final authority of God's word, the Bible. The court's gallery, filled with fellow Christians showing their support for the preacher, willing to stand up for his beliefs. Despite the current climate in the UK of embracing the LGBTQ agenda, as well as other woke secular ideas. But the bottom line is, he has been vindicated. And more power to him. Just out, communicating the word. A cautionary tale for us. 
There are people who would love to see this man and people like him arrested here. Just keep that in mind. And we continue the broadcast. We have this text. Do you believe everyone should have freedom of religion? Then why so outraged when we only hear about persecuted Christians? Sounds like we have to be a little more understanding and get all that wood out of our eye. This is kind of an incomplete text. You need to tell us more about what you're talking about. What is the missing element here in terms of freedom of religion who does not have freedom of religion is someone excluded in your opinion love to get your perspective on this big story of the day especially when we talk about issues of speech going on right now with twitter it looked like a door was slamming on elon musk in his effort to buy Twitter and in recent days things have shifted quite a bit I'd say they've shifted quite a bit in the last 24 48 hours I'm gonna share with you several stories to give you different dimensions of what is taking place the UK Independent saying Twitter's reportedly prepared to accept Elon Musk's offer to buy the company for 5420 a share the deal could actually be reached today if negotiations go smoothly. This is reported by Bloomberg. Last week, it was reported Mr. Musk had secured the funding for the deal after he bought more than 9% of Twitter, making him the biggest company's biggest shareholder back on April 9th. On April 14th, Musk announced an offer to buy the social media platform for about $43 billion. The billionaire's has commitments from Morgan Stanley and other financial institutions, he said in documents published by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, pushing back against those rumors he doesn't have enough liquid cash to make the deal. Now, Twitter had originally enacted an anti-takeover measure known as a poison pill that could actually scuttle a takeover attempt by making it too expensive, but apparently decided to negotiate, following an updated proposal from Mr. Musk. The board apparently wants to know if there are any more active investigations into Mr. Musk from regulators like the SEC that could stop the deal. And if Mr. Musk buying the company would be too great a risk. There could be a breakup fee for Twitter. CNBC reporting on the economic aspect of this deal. Reporting Twitter shares jumped 3% on reports this deal could be accepted as early as today. Twitter's board met Sunday to discuss Musk's financing plan for the proposed bid. The board negotiated with Musk into the early hours of today, according to the New York Times. And the share jump took place. 3% on reports the company's nearing a deal with Elon Musk. 
That is CNBC's version of events. Reuters, putting it this way, Twitter under shareholder pressure begins deal talks with Musk. (laughs) They're saying... The indicators are Twitter is now exploring whether a sale of the company to Musk is possible on attractive terms. Musk, as you know, is the chief executive of Tesla, has been meeting with Twitter shareholders in the last few days, trying to garner support for his bid. He said Twitter needs to be taken private to grow and become a genuine platform for free speech. In fact, another aspect of this story that Reuters points out, many Twitter shareholders reached out to the company after Musk outlined a detailed financing plan for his bid on Thursday and urged it to not let the opportunity for a deal slip away. See, this is one of the questions that really has made sense from the very beginning. It really doesn't matter what your opinion is of Mr. Musk and what he's going to do with the company. What matters? Forget about ideology. If you're a shareholder, what is in your best interest? And it looks like the shareholders are saying, this looks like a pretty good deal. So, we'll keep you posted on this. If anything happens during the course of this broadcast, we will certainly let you know. So... Don't be surprised if there's a deal announced today, or if not today, very, very soon. So speaking of CEOs, corporations, you've been following along with this, the spectacle taking place out of Florida as they were just simply trying to protect parents' rights. It's really very simple. It's really amazing, not only when you consider that when you look at this from an angle of the truth, and the truth of this is really about, again, it's about parental rights. It's not about this nonsense about don't say gay. And there's another aspect of this that I'm not sure people have paid attention to, which is the argument can be made You know, and this ties in with the whole Twitter thing, too. That the leadership of Disney has been really irresponsible in the way they've engaged this issue. Profoundly irresponsible. Because, again, what is the main goal here? Well, it's to focus on the best interest of the shareholders. And what you're dealing with right now with Disney are people who are driven by an ideology and frankly they're promoting ignorance and here they've lost a special status in Florida over this not very smart is it I want you to hear from Ed Rinzi who is the former McDonald's CEO and he has some pretty strong things to say about how this has been dealt with by Disney here's what he has to say I have no clue I think uh, probably they were speaking to an audience within the company of employees and uh, executives. But the fact of the matter is, boards of directors and executives of company work for the shareholders. Their duty 
is to increase profit and sales in a good way so that the shareholders benefit, so they get dividends and additional stock and, and the company can grow. And when they get off into uh, minority issues and uh, social engineering and political issues, they, they uh, lose their focus on responsibility. In my opinion, the, the, the chief legal officer of Disney should be fired, the CEO ought to be fired, because they entered into an area without thought and care. Uh, the, the people of Florida are not ignorant. This bill, nowhere in that bill, and I've read the bill, does it say the word gay anywhere? This nope. is a parents' rights bill to make sure that their children are exposed to sexual material before they're mature enough to handle it. Right. I think that's reasonable. Of course it is. And he's saying <laughs> what Disney's done is pretty irresponsible. Stay with us. Back on the broadcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. There are several things I want to preview we'll be talking about during the course of the broadcast. Elizabeth Warren, who wants to wave a magic wand, at least wants Joe Biden to do so, to get rid of student loan debt. And you're going to hear something really intriguing. You know, one of the things that I have repeatedly talked about on this broadcast is the importance of following the constitutional process when it comes to law. This is where this entire matter of mask mandates from the federal government has been so egregious. I don't care what sort of health issue is going on and what kind of emergency is declared. The CDC does not have the power, the authority to make law. It's really that simple. And one of the problems is you've got members of Congress who really have abdicated their responsibility to make law. And they've gotten to the point, as long as things get done that they like, they don't care that the executive branch is usurping authority and flaunting that right in front of their faces. Which is one of the reasons why, and, and, and I don't make these kinds of comments just willy-nilly. I don't just throw these out for people I do not like. But there are people, I believe, are just so profoundly hostile to our constitutional system. Some of these folks, they're really right on the edge of deserving, deserving to be in prison. You know, here I am talking about the need to get rid of just punitive measures for the sake of it. But there really are people. What they're doing is downright criminal. We're going to talk about that in a bit. You'll hear what Elizabeth Warren had to say. And have you been following the controversy going on with Kevin McCarthy? The guy who in, could end up becoming the Speaker of the House if Republicans retake the House. I don't mind going on record and telling you I am not a Kevin McCarthy fan. No matter what the truth is of this circumstance. And this is a story related to tapes that have been released 
on the Rachel Maddow show last week. It's pretty damning audio. I think especially for those of you who are very strong Trump supporters, I'm very curious to know what your opinion is of Kevin McCarthy. Can you support him for Speaker of the House? Also, we've spent a lot of time in recent days, and we're going to spend more because this is an issue that needs to be addressed. Talking about the transgender agenda, and I do mean agenda because there's an agenda out there to get young people to make life-changing choices. Coming up in the next hour, you're going to hear, and, and, and I don't mind promoting this, coming up next month, Fox Nation is going to air something from Tucker Carlson in which he has a conversation with a a young woman who is characterized as a detransitioner. She started going down the road of becoming transgender. She's now reversed course, and she has a very important message to share. You're going to hear that coming up in the next hour. Also, I'm going to share with you, and, and I intentionally do this, tell you about some of the conversation, conversations that I have had. And here's one that really stirred some conversation. And, and I want you to know, I heard some com- conversation between black females, some women that I know, who are absolutely disgusted by this story. Do not be fooled. I do not care. What you think when it comes to the idea that all Democrats are walking in lockstep with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, you're foolish if you believe that. And I still think there's opportunity, especially from solid Republican leadership, people who are not um, narcissistic or idiots or simply uncaring. There's an opportunity to reach people because of stories like the one I'm about to share with you. Have you heard about this? Out of New Jersey, two inmates at a women's prison in New Jersey are pregnant after having sex behind bars with transgender inmates. You knew this was going to happen. The Edna Mahan Correctional Facility is an all-women state prison. They started housing transgender women in 2021, just last year. This was part of a settlement of a lawsuit filed by a transgender inmate, and guess whom? The Anti-Christian Lawyers Union. (laughs) Their real name, the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU. Transgender women are not required to have had gender reassignment surgery in order to live amongst the female inmates. In other words, they still have their male parts. By the way, this isn't the first time the agreement to house biologically male prisoners with women has come under scrutiny. Two female inmates filed a lawsuit in 2021 in an effort to have this policy revoked. The plaintiffs complained about transgender inmates sexually harassing other prisoners. Duh! The lawsuit also claimed transgender inmates have been engaging in consensual sex with female inmates. The External Affairs Executive Director for the New Jersey Department of Corrections, 
So the women who were pregnant now engaged in consensual sex with other prisoners. They said they can't comment on any possible disciplinary measures. Is anybody surprised by this at all? What morons. Some of these folks ought to be jailed for stupidity. <laughs> Hour number two is straight ahead. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 